Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Physique Collective podcast. By this point in this journey, you would have uh, hopefully heard my voice many a times interviewing the personalities of the Physique Collective. And today I am joined with or by the man who makes the magic happen, the man behind the cam, the lens that sets the scene, the dude who gets it done. I am joined by Jake Maddox, but you might know him as Spector Visuals. Jake, welcome to the pod, bro. Hello. That was a very good intro. Thank you, mate. Uh, That was all off the top of the head. Don't worry. I didn't even write that down. (sighs) I just have such a a great admiration for Jake. So I just uh, keep all these compliments uh, up top. Um, Bro, I'm going to start this pod essentially where i started it with with jazz and joe and and brad and things like that and uh obviously you're a you're a pretty jacked fella for a man who just holds a camera all day you you you've got a lot of muscle um what was your initial purpose bro for like going to the gym was it aesthetic based was it longevity based was it more just like mental health was there anything inspired it um how did you get into going to the gym and things like that um pretty much none of those things it was literally just my friends at sixth form were going to a gym yeah um, and pretty much if i didn't go i'd be pretty bored because they're going to spend most of the time in the gym so right what were you what what were you, would you do would you say if you wasn't going to the gym um i would have just sat on playstation waiting for him to get back to be fair <laughs> what what were your um what were you go to playstation games back in the day I think that would probably probably the GTA Five era. Yeah, yeah. So, do you say six form time? Yeah. So yeah, so we're we're literally around the same same age within I think a year of each other. Um, are you twenty five, bro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're within a year of each other. Um, but yeah, that would have been GTA Five era because I remember GTA Five came out when I was in year thirteen. I think in like 2013, because yeah, I was in year 13 in 2013. Um, I remember I had a cleaning job at the time to buy, and I got it just to buy GTA. (laughs) (laughs) And I did the same thing with GTA 4. I literally sold all my wrestling figures uh, that I had as a youth to buy GTA 4. Um, Mate, GTA back, I mean, I think we've all been crying out for a sick font for fucking years at this point. Do um, Do you still game much today? No. No, not at all. Is that more of a time only, thing? Or... There's only certain games I can get into. So, right. to be fair, if I look back, the only games I've played are Rockstar ones. So, when Red Dead 2 came out, I bought an Xbox just to play that. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, basically every time Rockstar release a new game, I'll buy a console and play it and then get rid of it. <laughs> what What have they released lately? Because I don't think I've played any of their games lately. I don't think they've released anything. Oh, right, there you go then. I mate, They're probably still making bare... Hiff off of GTA 5. They are, but it's just dead now. Yeah, there's a... I mean, I haven't played GTA because when I bought it, I think the Xbox One came out like a year later. Yeah. Um, And therefore, like, you had to rebuy the game for Xbox One. And I was like, <laughs> fuck doing that shit, man. Um, But obviously, so you've been training, what, 10 years now? Uh, Since uh, eight years. Eight so, years. Yeah. Hell, mate. That's crazy. When you when you initially started, what was your what was your typical split? Were you following some what of a bro split? Um, we'd go in, we'd do sometimes a dumbbell press and yeah. barbell bicep curl. 
And, and, that, and that was the guy too? Mess around with some ab stuff. Um, <laughs> my mate was into boxing, so he used to, he used to lie on the floor whilst he hit us repeatedly with a ball. <laughs> um, and that was it. And then we'd do the same thing every time. Right. <laughs> so you were doing chest and biceps every session? Yeah, pretty much. Bro, this is why your fucking top line's so sick. <laughs> yeah, but the, thing, the funny thing is my chest is probably my worst body part now. Do you think? Um, yeah, I'd say delts are probably... My delts on my back are probably my strong point. Your doubt, yeah, your doubts are thick, mate. I know it's every time I see you with your shirt off that your doubts are thick. Did you did you train much delts then or not really? No. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad. Grown. Um, I love training chest, but it just doesn't seem to like respond like. <laughs> but it's not a bad thing, so I could just keep training chest. <laughs> what um what training split are you on currently? Um. So I've just started out with Joe, actually. Um, ah, I wondered who uh, was getting things rolling for you. It's technically push, lower, upper, upper. Um, but on my lower day yesterday, I went in and I did so the first two exercises, lying lateral raise. Oh, yeah. So my lower's not really much of a lower. It's got doubts and arms in there as well. Luckily, my legs respond pretty well, so I've never had to train legs too yeah. much. If you were if you were to ever step on a stage or anything like that, um, would the sort of category you would look to compete in, would that require legs or not really? It wouldn't. Ah, but it's just good yeah. to have them. Yeah. But... It's good to have your VMO pointing out of your shorts. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've just come off of um a bit of a spell of if not really tracking, is that right? Yeah. How did um how did like your daily setup of food look for you if, when you weren't tracking? Um, oh, I'm all over the place to be honest with me. Yeah, it wasn't particularly structured. It was just sort of what I fancied to eat, sort of trying to get enough protein and probably doing it over three meals to be honest because I don't get hungry in the morning. Yeah, so I'd probably do like one meal midday, one meal probably late afternoon, then one big yeah. one with my girlfriend in the evening. Yeah, they just. Sim, does Sim track at all? No. No, 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 no. But she's, I, I mean, I probably, I think a lot of us in our group have said this, Sim. Sim's got a sick physique because she trains, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sim's got a sick physique, but that's mental. Does she focus on protein or anything like that? No. That's mad. <laughs> so, so she eats whatever she wants and just trains. Yeah. Mate, she that's, doesn't follow any routine or... That's mental. Those, that's uh... mental. Does she go in and just do a similar thing to you? Um, no, to be fair, even if I say, Do you want to train with me? She'll like look at my plan and be like, I'm not training chest. I love that. <laughs> well, um, obviously, going back to the, the, the non tracking thing and things like that, I think you've said to me in the past, Do you, when you were doing that sort of thing, did you tend to backload a lot of your food to the evening time? Yeah, I always prefer to do that. It's just, I yeah, don't enjoy eating that much in the day. Like, I love yeah. have like small meals, but. Do you do you find it hard when you've got a busy work day to get all your food in? Yeah, you just sort of lose focus on it, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, for, for for dieting though and things like that, I imagine it's pretty much of a godsend though. Yeah, yeah, because you can just, I mean, hit protein throughout the day, or or a shake, or a yogurt, or or a chicken meal, whatever it be that, and then just backload all your fucking food to the evening. Um, what what's the highest your calories have ever got? Six thousand five hundred. Fucking hell. <laughs> was that was that um like you doing that or was that with a, with a coach? Uh, that was me doing that. So just 
just finished that with Josh Bridgman at the time. I think my calories were already at probably five and a half. Right. Um, but the scale just wouldn't move, so I kept bumping up. That's nutty. Point where I couldn't take any more food, so I just <laughs> gave in at that point. Fucking hell. What would, mate, what would a day of eating look like in 6,000 calories? <laughs> Uh, lots of fats and very bad digestion. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, same with my chicken and rice meal. I was adding bacon into it, like 20 right. grams of oil. Um, like that with like two bagels as well. Fuck, man. At least like two muffins or two cookies throughout the day. That's nutty. Was yeah. that when you were filming or at a previous job? Uh, previous job, so I would have been probably working in a pub back then, to be fair. Right. Was your energy expenditure quite high? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes a lot of sense then. That's awesome. What What do you weigh currently, bro? Uh, bang on 200 pounds. Mad. What's the heaviest you've got to? 215, so I've never been particularly oh, okay. heavy. What, how, how did it feel when you were at 215? Did that feel heavy? Mm, not not too bad, to be fair. It just, just felt full from all the food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had this conversation with, um, I think it was with Dean actually, um, and even Holly as well. I think I said that I'd rather be empty, on a like in a deficit than be really full. Yeah. I I, I love food and I, I like eating, but man, when that he- when you're heavy and you're bloated, oh, bro, I couldn't think of anything worse. I I actually am really bad at massing, is what I'd say, because I find it difficult to eat food. And Kirkham will always say that he finishes my food, which if we do go out food, he does finish my food. That's very, very true. Um, bro, before before filming, which I just touched upon there, you you're working at Waitrose, weren't you? Yeah. That was my yeah. job before. Yeah. So how did you how did you make that transition? Um I pretty much just started taking a book in. So I'd have like two days off every week. So I'd take right. a book in for at least one. I'd have one day to edit. Yeah. Um so I'd pretty much work in almost a seven day week there. Did um, what what inspired the filming thing? Like what inspired you to be like, oh okay, I'm gonna use this day off to film and this day off to edit? So I have always like filmed stuff. I used to ride a scooter when I was a kid, so we spend all our weekends at skate parks. Right. And so I used to just film loads of skate park edits. Right, okay. Um and then sold my camera for a bit, bought a camera a few probably a few years before I started. Yeah. Um just Started filming in the gym, really. I was, uh, was trying to do a bit of YouTube, but not a very good vlogger, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think you're movie. a great vlogger. Yeah, wasn't that interesting. No, no, no. What what got you to the point when you, were you delivery at Waitrose? Yeah. Yeah, how did you find that Is it from a job point of view? Was it quite easy? Um, so I worked at the Worcester branch first and pretty much loved every second there, to be honest. It was really a real job, yeah. Everyone was really nice and spent yeah. All my time, say like, we'd go out in the van. Um, some of our delivery routes would be as far as like an hour away. Um, okay. You can imagine like driving an hour into the Worcestershire countryside was quite nice. Yeah. Um, and then could come across like big gaps where I'd sit on a field for two hours, eat my meal. Mad, mate. Yeah. yeah the thing, I, I had a client, and it's funny you say that about like it being like an easy, uh, a nice gig. And uh, I had a client who said that her husband's like a Tesco delivery driver. She says, yeah, he's like the most stress-free person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Leaves the depot at like 6 a.m., comes home at like 3, and he's just driving and chilling. Yeah. But I'm like, that sounds fucking excellent. <laughs> it's definitely location dependent because I then moved to Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, the same thing in Birmingham, and it was horrendous. 
Oh, really? What in what aspect was was it bad? They were just putting like too many deliveries in to that's possible right. to make. So you'd have like three minutes to get from Solid right. to Edgebaston, which anyone in from Birmingham knows that's not possible. Yeah, right. Um, okay. And then you get slandered when you got back. Like, why didn't you get there in three minutes? Fucking hell. Uh, it wasn't fun. A lot of the people were quite arrogant there. And right. So I walked in there probably three weeks after I quit my job. Oh, okay. Uh, no one would look me in the eye. <laughs> really? So I've only had one person in that store that speak to me since pretty much. Probably two. Bro, are you sure it's not like some sort of undercover cult or something? Maybe I was just a shit employee. Probably was. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. You have to ask him. That's for a review. We're doing a podcast. We need to know if Jake was a shit employee or not. It's important information. Yeah. <laughs> what um is that? What sparked you to to leave there? Then just the job not being great. I think it was a combination of like yeah, me enjoying filming like more. Um, and then slowly starting to hate that job. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I was just putting all my effort into filming. So all my time out in the van, I'd be listening to podcasts sort of about around filming or business or right. searching for songs for, for edits. So I was just not focused really on on doing that. Did your, did your filming bookings get to a point where you didn't have – enough free time in general so almost that your your bookings and your filming were outweighing waitrose as a whole so you had enough to basically leave your job yeah very very early on i was earning more from filming than than what i was at waitrose it just but i got kind of got used to having both incomes so i was yeah, like yeah, i yeah. Really afford to lose that one um it was like one particular booking actually that made me do the switch in the end right um it was during covid so yeah um and Jamie Dorigo reached out. Right. Uh, wanted me to film Darren um for the Europa Pro. Right. Um and at the time with COVID being around, if I'd gone, I would have had to isolate on return. Right. And waitress wouldn't have been happy because I would have had to miss days. Oh. So at that point you were like, fuck it. Yeah, I was sort of it was my ex dad at the time and I was chatting to him and I was just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Yeah, I printed off my notice and took it in in the day after. That's sick, um, mate. I just started working with Physique Collective at the time. There was right. no contacts in place. Yep. It was just sort of asking when. Um, I was in my overdraft, like maxed out. <laughs> but I was just like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going. I'm going to make it work. Mate, uh, do you know what, though? I think, I mean, anyone who I've spoken to who, who's gone from employment to self-employment, it's that thing of like, fuck it, I'm just going to make it work. Just... I I'm personally one of these people that like you were saying there you said about the you get used to both incomes similar situation to you and actually a similar time like 2020 I was in the same situation I was making more from private work than I was my employment work um but I was thrusted in self-employment I I got made redundant um otherwise I don't think I would have left so I think it's fucking ballsy of you to be like fuck it I'm just gonna leave this cushy paycheck to go and do it and you've obviously never looked back since yeah Mate, that's mad. Could, do you sometimes, as a self-employed person, do you sometimes like go, "Fucking, hell, I'm not employed." How weird is that? Yeah, you sort of forget, don't you? After a while, yeah, yeah. you have like rushes sometimes. It's it, yeah. you, you feel you you definitely appreciate it. Um, the oh, day sure. those days after I left were like the most euphoric I've ever felt. Really? Um, I've definitely felt some euphoric times. So to compare it to, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. That's nutty. That's nutty. And I mean, for doing it for what three years now? Then, 
Yeah, so I think the first video I uploaded was actually 2019 on my Spectre Visuals page. So okay. Four years in total. That's nuts, man. That's yeah. nuts. And bro, they say most businesses fail within two. So you you brought you passed it. You you're on you're on the home stretch now, bro. Yeah, that's it. I always I always um I always kept reminding myself of that when I first started my business. I was like, fuck it, if two years' time, if I fuck up, I'll just go get a job. Um yeah. but it it is weird, man. I think I think a lot of people, I mean, pretty much everyone within um our group is self-employed, our friendship group, which is nutty to think. I always think it's weird when you like you know, say you fucking pay your rent or you pay your mortgage, whatever, and you go, fucking hell, like, I've made this money myself. It's a weird feeling for me. I, I, I'm always one of those people, I'm quite traditional maybe in the fact that I was like, oh, I'll always be employed. Um, Did that always play, did that ever play on your mind? Like the, oh, I need to be employed because it's that's the thing to do. No, I've never wanted to be employed. It's Really? Like, yeah, I've always. Right. I want my own business. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah like getting my first job although i've enjoyed jobs i've always not enjoyed the feeling of being employed and being bossed yeah. around um I'd, I'd always sort of feel like people were, were judging me for for being employed and right okay that makes like that lower sort of pay end yeah i mean i think the the thing that's thrusting people into self-employment is the fucking pay man because yeah. most jobs don't pay that much these days in line with inflation so when yep. you look at what you can, I mean, you probably did the same thing. You look at what you were making more in probably one or two days of filming than you were in five days of Waitrose. Yeah, that's it. it it's nutty. In the in the time that you've you've been self-employed, so sort of twenty nineteen onwards, especially twenty twenty onwards, um, have you ever dealt with like burnout or anything where you've been like, "Fuck, I'm like really fucked." Yeah, a few few big times last year actually. Yeah, what? How did that? come about is and what did you maybe learn from it what what did you look at and go fucking hell, i really shouldn't have done that um i just i was just a dip with workload um right. loads of shoots coming in um september was probably yeah it would have been september the big one right September last year um loads of like big big shoots like stuff that i couldn't edit in a day right and i just took shit loads on because i didn't want to say no i was just like it's money it's money it's money yeah um and then you, you sort of get focused on the monetary figure rather than what that's actually gonna do to you yeah yeah um mate i think i think that's the biggest thing in anyone that is probably again self-employed but specifically in the fitness industry like you said like how how did like a busy week look for you was it literally like shoot a day yeah oh man that's nuts because when do you in between i'm like how the hell am i gonna edit <laughs> five business promos fuck nine testimonials and all my normal work on top of that as well <laughs> what would uh how long is a typical filming day oh, it can vary so much um i can have usually what i need to have done in three four hours right um it's only really the sort of bodybuilding stuff like a day in the life or a full day of eating or yeah. any of that stuff that takes the time yeah um or to be fair when i when i go and do some of the physique collective shoots i, I do spend longer there than i need to to film to be fair just because everyone's so close and yeah 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 that makes yeah, sense most most of the time I can, I can be done in three or four hours um That's mad. that just gets unproductive because you can't get through all the footage and you lose things and you actually end up with the worst video right do you do you have like an editing setup like um how you want your desk to be how what drink you want like a protocol for editing oh yeah um i've had to move the laptop here actually because i've usually got it facing that way which like right. the window. Yeah. Um, so I have my laptop on my left. Um, 
big 4K monitor in front of me. Right. Then I've got an ultra wide to the right of that, which so that'll have all my um, browsers. Right. Um, my left hand side has all my clips. Okay. Middles my editing software, so Premiere Pro's loaded up on that. Mad. How 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 long does editing take? Would you say? It also varies so much. Like okay. sometimes, like being completely honest, some of my best videos have been done in like an hour. Really? Uh, That's sometimes, amazing. Sometimes I've filmed it perfectly and it's literally a pet case of putting clips together and i'm like okay that's that's perfect right and other times it might not just not go and i've got to sit there for you know eight hours together that it can vary from shoot to shoot do you would you go for a few monsters in that time yeah a few monsters lots of um <laughs> slapping my head and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and saying like why would it fit <laughs> have you um do you do you follow like any accounts that have inspired like editing for you like youtube accounts um youtube accounts probably not um no. definitely when i first started out it would have been magic eye that got oh, okay bodybuilding side of things like yeah when i remember the og magic eye videos for the jp side that's i think that's inspired a lot of videographers right um and then um rgl filmhouse gus um who i've, I've actually had coached me for my business for quite a while. Um, oh, okay. I spent ages watching his videos back in the day, and then Matt, he started coaching, so I've had had his help throughout. So I'd say those two people have have really inspired you. Yeah. What is um What is your favourite sort of stuff to film? Would it be a day in the life? Would it be training? Um, so if, if you've heard of my signature edits, um, so that's done post show. Right. It's literally just a couple of hours in the gym. Yeah. With someone in shape, just trying to make the coolest video possible. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's literally like the most fun thing ever. I can't wait to get home and edit those. I'm like, right. I need to edit it. It's like it's like my first days as a videographer again. Yeah. Um, just love doing that stuff. And I've kind of enjoyed the photography side of things recently as well. Hmm. Taking stills and like being creative with the edits of them. And you you took a sick picture of Joe, uh, I can't remember when it was. Um, ah, oh, yeah, I can't remember when it was. I know his his biceps look jacked, Nick, because I literally remember commenting like, "Bro, your biceps look jacked." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I could I see you've got into more, and again, a lot of the stuff you've done with jazz is is really really good. Um, as as well, and things like that. Um, when you're when you're going through that editing and things like that, and you you mentioned about songs and how you used to look for songs. So if you have uh, a filming day of training will you choose the song as you're filming and kind of like think of what beat would go well with that or will you get home watch it and then think from there yeah i get home and then when I'm yeah thinking. yeah is it typically what what's a typical genre of music that will often be the choice um i don't particularly have one no that's um, I, I like that though bro be rock um hip-hop I've, I've been quite enjoying trap recently right Especially about the business premise, because it's almost a bit slower and yeah, cinematic. Yeah, probably those three mainly. If you were, if you were going to transition into filming different stuff alongside what you you film now, what do you think it would potentially be? Uh... Completely open book. You you know you have the choice. You're like, oh, that'd be cool to film. Just what like in anything to film or. Anything, yeah. So obviously you do like you know like day in the life, the promo stuff, the training footage. But if you were like man filming 
a fucking pigeon on a house would be really cool. Like, what, what, what one thing would you choose to film? I don't, I don't know because I, I, I do film other stuff anyway. Um, yeah. I literally enjoy filming anything. It's always, it's always enjoyable to have anything out of fitness sometimes just because of the switch up. Yeah, my enjoy clothing stuff. Um, okay. I've just started like another. Another part of fitness with one of my clients, Broadway Boogie, actually. So that's like a Steph will kill me if I say Zumba, but it it goes with all the Zumba events, right? Um, so that's like musical theatre, dancing, sort of a lot of middle yeah. aged moms and stuff going absolutely crazy in a room. That that's always amazing. Love that. I literally love, that. love shooting that stuff. <laughs> do do you, what sort of music would tend to go with that? Something a little bit less trappy. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of that will be musical music. So she sent yeah. me the song to use for the last one. It's gone so well. Yeah, so, that makes total sense. I, I love filming everything. I definitely like to have a go at some underwater stuff. Yeah, that's, well, you do some diving, don't you? Yeah, so that's one of my hobbies outside of outside of filming and things like that. Yeah, just something different. How did how did you get into that? Um, I did it a while ago when I was a kid. So I was like right. eight or something. And then just sort of not done it for for ages. And then Waitrose were doing. Um, so if you do any course that you can complete, yeah, you get fifty percent funded back from them. So I was like, I'll just do that. Right. And then because I remember actually saying we had a conversation um, not long ago, and I remember you being like, I enjoy just like the piece of it. Yeah, it's totally it's... different. So it's just you can't talk, you can't take phones. Yeah, <laughs> so... I. I enjoy that aspect of day to day life. I enjoy any aspect of day to day life where I don't need my phone. I find yeah. that on holiday when I don't have my phone. I'm a very, I'm a very stress free person. I yeah. think I get, I think I get stressed when I have loads of messages to reply to. Is 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 that is that the sort of thing that you would come across like in a day to day? Like fuck, I have so many messages to get back to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, how, how, how do you find that? Um. It's not too bad to fair because I can't really complain because it's not coach level of bad. It's maybe right, yeah. I might have eight messages to reply to. Right. <laughs> They're not the end of the world. I haven't got like 30 <laughs> people saying, can I swap a bagel for rice? Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's all genuine questions most of the time. So. <laughs> but it's just nice to not have my phone for a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. How long would um, a typical day of diving last for you? Um, usually we'll get there for like... So like on a Thursday afternoon, we'd get there at three, four-ish and be done for like eight. Oh, nice. I mean, that's quite a long time. You'd only spend like 30 minutes on each one, but it's just sort of right. everything about diving is just about being chill and slow. Right. It's never a, like a quick, we need to get ready and get in. It's like... Right. Do you, it, when you when you do it then, are you just trying to get deeper and deeper? You just explore them. Okay. Have you ever seen any mad shit? Um, the best, the best things have probably been abroad, like manta rays. Um, okay, spotted rays. I'm desperate to see a turtle for ages. Never seen a turtle. <laughs> Those are cool. <laughs> this, this is uh, the fascination with turtles. But even like in this country, the quarry that I go to, they've got like sunken planes and skeletons. Really? And, like, shit, you come across the like, lands that have been sunken. All sorts Wait, of random. Stuff. That sounds like an ideal Thursday. Yeah. Bloody hell. But this actually leads me on to my next question, mate, because, um, and this is something I asked, uh, I think Jazz, Joe, Brad, everyone I've interviewed. If you could like pick your ideal day from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep, everything in between, 
what would be your like ideal day? It doesn't have to be work related unless you really enjoy work to the point that you want to do filming. But again, talk me through the setup of like the perfect day for you. Um, I'd probably give you two different days, like an example of when I I want two different days. Give me two different days. Um, so say if I was on a holiday day somewhere abroad, I'd be somewhere in Southeast Asia. Okay, definitely. Um, Thailand's on the cards. Thailand's sick, mate. So probably wake up there. Probably wouldn't eat any breakfast because I don't like eating in the morning. Yep. <laughs> um, probably would do a dive there because it's cool there and it's yeah. warm. And you never know what you find there, bro. Yeah, and then I get back, go for lunch, probably with my, my girlfriend, Sam, and then just ride a, my moped around all day and explore. Nice. What would be your go-to lunch? Uh, I'd have to try and think of what we ate in Bali. It's fair, it was always like a late brunch, so okay. wouldn't have breakfast, then have more of like a brunch-style thing. Yeah. yeah went yeah. to this, this one place that stood out in Bali. It was like this pulled pork egg hollandaise thing with like a lime sauce and it's like the best breakfast I've ever had Oof. probably something like that do you would you include training in your ideal day um I don't tend to train on holiday right I'm very much I can do that here so if my yeah. board you know I've spent loads of money to get there yeah you know, and sort of two hours in a training yeah. yeah okay that makes sense mate. what would you personally would you so that was your like ideal holiday day right what would be your other ideal day? Um, so I'd probably just be my normal day. I'd get really? up, walk, probably go and shoot something fun, um, go and train, and then probably get together with some friends. Get together with some friends. I hear we're doing that on the 3rd oh, of June, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an ideal day. <laughs> for, for anyone listening, we mentioned this on the Two's Company pod, but we've booked a sick Airbnb for Martin Kirkham's birthday. That Jake Jake recommended. Yeah, I always find the Airbnbs. Mate, the do you know what? I don't know if I told you this. I may have said it in chat. The dude is sound as fuck who yeah. is hosting it. Because it actually says on the rules you have to pay for extra guests. And we've yeah. got more guests coming than is planned. And um I messaged him and I was like, Oh, like we'd have three extra guests. How much will that be? He was like, Three extra guests is fine. I was like, Oh sound. Yeah, it was like unauthorized guest you have to pay a 50 pound charge per person so as long as you authorize it first it's sound because they also says no pets and i was like fuck they didn't mention that before messaged them and he was like yeah pets are sound don't keep them in their cages let them roam free and i was like ah oh, all right well you have so, paid uh, like a grand for a night in his house so yeah true this is but yeah this is true when 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 he said about the dog thing, he was like, "Oh, it's a two hundred pound pet charge." I was like, "Fucking hell!" I was like, "This is adding up." But then, um, nah, he 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 was super sound. So Jake, uh, Jake will film your shit and also um, get you a good Airbnb with a hot tub. Extra charge for the Airbnb hunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually charges more per hour for that day. Yeah. Um, one with a karaoke bar as well, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, mate, you're gonna love this question. <laughs> Because it's a very introspective question. And uh, I always ask Jake when we get together, I always say, where do you see yourself in five years' time? It initially was a serious question. Now it's just turned into an ongoing joke. Um, But yourself three years ago, bro, so this would have been somewhat around 2020, just before you went fully self-employed. What would you say to younger Jake? Because you love this question so much. Um, Well, firstly, this is the first time you've asked me this question at an appropriate time. (laughs) Think about it. 
Uh, <laughs> I'd probably just say to carry on doing what I'm doing. Um, right, yeah. And not get stressed out if things don't go like exactly to plan. Yeah. Um, sort of everything's happened for a reason now. Um, and I'd probably also tell myself to keep doing some coaching on the side because it wasn't saturated back then. And I thought it oh, was. May. But... Yeah. <laughs> did you did you have many coaching clients back in the day? I had two max. Yeah. It was just one of them I was putting I probably wasn't pushing it as hard as I should have been to fair Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really know how to market it. I think back then it was just people posting randomly and seeing what would come from it. I I think lockdown definitely amplified the amount of coaches there are. Yeah. Um, I know I know a lot of people that were in my position of like an in-person PT who who went fully online. Like it was a dude that lived near me, um, and he's got a fully online business right now. I personally did you ever do any in-person PT? Yeah. How did you enjoy it? No. Really? <laughs> That's interesting. I I love in-person conversations. I, I'm not I don't think I'm great online. Yeah. When it comes to coaching. I, I really enjoy um as you know, bro, because I'm always a deep chat kind of guy. Yeah. Um I enjoy I'm a bit of a conversationalist in person. Um so I've always enjoyed that nature. Um do you think you're gonna take on some more coaching clients in the future then? Um I think I would do, yeah. I just yeah. need to work on a bit more knowledge and yeah. Yeah, yeah. To at what? least get myself in shape at some point to try and prove you are in shape. Yeah. Yeah, you but you know, are... need to do a shoot. Super diced. Yeah. Super dice, super dice. Um, you said you were being coached by Joe at the beginning. Um, yeah. what does your current food intake look like now? Do you have your Google Sheets available? Um, so I'm just doing a diet phase at the moment. So I'm, I'm like, the average about two and a half. Okay. Is that spread across four meals? Uh, five at the moment, but I'll probably try and get that to to four because I'm not really enjoying the five. It's a bit. Uh, I I do four, bro, because I'm the exact same. Because I started uh, Monday. Actually, I sat there for like my last meal. And it was like peak off season. I was I can't can't eat any more berries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, myself, and then my gut was like, it looked, I literally looked like I'd have an off plan. Really, off my gut was all hanging out. I was like, I can't, can't eat this much food. <laughs> yeah, would you? You wouldn't consider two and a half a lot though for you from a calorie point of view, would you? Uh, but it's just like you know what Joe's like with berries and fruit and veggies. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot to take in at the at the start. You're not used to that fibral content. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? i was exactly the same when i started with joe um because i was very under micronutritioned i was ve- very depleted um and the amount of veg bro i was shitting green for a week yeah like my gut was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> um what what are your five meals what do those five meals include bro uh so get the sheet because i have to remember this first meal is just like eggs um, bacon medallions, veg, Ooh. strawberries. Ooh. And chicken, potato, beetroot, pineapple. Ooh. Um, cream of rice and blueberries, which I've been having to pretty much swap out the last few days because my cream of rice still hasn't come. Oh, right. I what cream of rice that. did you order? Um, the complete strength caramel biscuit one. You've I've mentioned been trying, I've been trying this plain rice flour trend that people are on, and I just can't. You can't do it? No, it's just not sweet enough. Oh, okay. It's not sweet enough. It's too light. It's not. It's not moist enough as well. I can't cook it to be. It's either runny or or solid. Right. Yeah, yeah. Solid. I like it that in between. You like it like mashed potato. Yeah, and it's. I just find it a bit too. It's not smooth enough. I don't, right. I, 
the complete strength caramel biscuits my, my go-to okay um, don't like any of the other flavors do you do that with a whey sludge or do you mix it in i uh, mix it in i'm not not about the not about I'm, sludge I'm about, like I'm not about the sludge I've, on my rest day i do have a meal without the cream of rice right um and the perform stereo milk actually makes a decent sludge so mm. well, but that one flavor you can make it as a sludge Jake, Jake, Jake loves perform. He loves all the flavors. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I literally have like twenty five percent amazing and seventy five percent chocolate flavors are not the one. What, what, what? chocolate flavors perform? Are they really good? Not what to say. So, what was that? Cream, cream of rice was your third meal, wasn't it? Yeah, um, then beef mints. Um, like a ba- bagel thins and non-starched veg, mm. uh, but I've been doing that as Aldi Dilly is like the capture little flatbreads that are the same color as right. Been having done um, last night. I made the beef into like a burger patty um, yeah. and had those burgers, which was very nice. Very nice. And then it's the last meal that I'm not very keen on. Actually, it's yogurt, um, frozen berries, almond butter, and frosties. Oh, that's one. Of, that's my last meal, bro. I had to I had to swap it yesterday because I was just thinking about eating it. I, was, I can't can't stop really? it. What did you swap it for? Um, I had to move my meals around yesterday, so I ended up having that beef one last. Right, yeah. Worked out all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like a beef meal, man. I don't have one in my in my plan, but yeah. again, like similar to what we were saying earlier, like I'll just swap it sometimes. I'll just yeah. I have everything inputted in, and then I, if I'm like, oh, I don't fancy chicken, I'll just have. Fucking beef mental. It makes it so such like a less stressful thing to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have, like no, no negative consequence. So. No, 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 no. Yeah, man. Like I mean, are, do you prefer to be completely flexible or have a complete plan? I'm, I quite like where I'm at the moment. So I've got my my base plan. Yeah. And I'm just moving things around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think I'm exactly. I I love that sort of setup. I love the that you can just rotate options in like if you don't want fucking rice flour you might have cocoa pops or or whatever it may be what's your favorite meal out of those what'd you say i was gonna say i know what you're like if you don't like chicken and rice at subway oh yeah bro (laughs) oh mate we love a subway me and coke can do anyway i do would you would you prefer you prefer nando's to a subway don't you nando's or a wagamama's or something but bro subway subway for me I had one three times before I went on holiday in that week. I had one on like the Thursday, Friday, and the Saturday because I was like, I know all the macros to it within like 10, 20%. Um, oh, bro, it bangs. If you did have a subway though, what would you have? Man, I went in, I did actually have one last week, probably the Sunday actually. Right. Um, I'm not impressed with the new menu, the new layout of it. They have a new layout. Oh, man, it's all, it was like being back in America. Oh, we made subs on there, but I was like looking in the the meat section. I'm like, well, there's all their meats and none of them are on the menu. So <laughs> I was like, I was thrown. Like, I know, I know the subway menu, but when you just want the menu to read, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can remember what's on there and pick what you want. And I was like, I was just completely thrown by it. Was not impressed. Oh, you didn't um, like the American subway, did you? Didn't because it, it's stupid. Because they have like all the numbers of the pre-made subs. So I was like, have a number two, please. So like, what's a number two? Do you yeah. read it? Like, what do you want on it? I'm like, Isn't that the point of the pre-made? <laughs> I am, um, mate. I had they, when I was over. I, well, you were over at the same time actually. When I was over there, um, they had like the f- 
football subs. Yeah. It was like the great 42. They were all like football themed or, or something. Yeah, it was really, really, really weird. I mean, I, I loved mine over there. I really enjoyed the subway over there. But you went to Texas and I went to Florida, bro. So maybe there was a difference. Yeah, definitely. What did um what did you enjoy most about Texas? Because you did uh for those of you that haven't seen it, um go and see it on the Physique Collective app or website. Uh Jake did a sick um vlog. And was that Austin you went to? Dallas. Dallas. Um did a sick vlog of um Dallas that is on the Physique Collective site and app. So go watch it if you haven't. Um what was your favorite part of the Texas trip, bro? You can't pick a favorite part. You can pretty much ask anyone about that trip. It was, <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, um, it, mate. It you can live vicariously through that vlog. I thought it was so sick. Yeah, really, really, really good. Yeah, it's just like it wasn't a, a perfect mix. I'd say of like serious to non-serious. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, the vlog doesn't show all the funny times. I, I, I come back, and my throat was like killing from laughing so much. It was like there's <laughs> <laughs> like four days of laughing through. <laughs> I, I just i love all of texas yeah 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 what was your favorite energy drink over there um the ghost red berry um, oh i thought you were gonna say sour patch kids the, yeah that is the one the oh is it red, okay it's called red berry right um, okay um and then the rain i think it was the rainbow sherbet okay that was what, very very good what was the best thing you ate over there Oh, this is, this is a because you weren't tracking at this point, were you? No. So it was it was free for all. Yeah, I think everyone spent the first few days tracking, and then I think it even got Joe at the end of the trip. He was like, this is "No, we no, think... don't reveal these secrets on the podcast, bro." <laughs> he did have an idea of calories, but even he had <laughs> To be fair, I actually revealed on an episode I did with Holly. Um, I was speaking about Jazz's birthday, and uh, the day after Jazz's birthday, um, I remember Joe going. I know he's probably gonna hate me for saying this on pod, but he's like, he's like, nah, I'm not tracking today, bro. And I was like, the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, mate. Going going back to your food. What or to to narrow it down then to give you a bit give of like some top top ones yeah give me give um, me the top ones the texas barbecue definitely oh yeah Got no experience texas barbecue because it tastes nothing like the barbecues we have here even like the, the knockoffs right okay like we've got something called hickories here you've got, there's one in worcester isn't there as well i've been to hickories i get the brisket every time bro yeah well that's good but you try yeah. that in texas it's next level, level. Yeah. right right um so that the the water burger was incredible what a burger yeah um I'm trying to think what else I ate out there. I don't think we ate much ate much more than that. I did I loved the Chipotle. It was it definitely a Chipotle? Yeah, you were fat. I've I never had Chipotle. Um but from seeing the vlog, I remember everyone really liked it. Yeah. Which is um I'm not a big Mexican um eater. That's Chipotle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Mate, I've never had a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Was that good? Yeah. Oh, so Chipotle what... and Chick-fil-A were, were both. Both right. Running. What did you have from there? Which one? Chick-fil-A. <laughs> had a I think it was just a crispy spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Oh, that sounds good. good. Is it better than the KFC? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Did you have any um because I know America, I always see this when I go in the supermarket, they have like mad ice cream. Did you ever have any like mad ice cream over there? 
the is it called the Tonight Show or something or something? No, like Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What that's called? Tonight Dough. The Tonight Dough. That's it. Yeah, that was very, very good. Taught me through what's in it. I remember. It just tasted good. <laughs> uh, let's see what it says. Uh, caramel and chocolate ice cream, oh. chocolate cookie swirls, chocolate chip cookie dough, and peanut butter cookie dough. Oh, just that mixture of like amazing cookie doughs. That sounds mental, bro. <laughs> um, you recently went to Portugal, um, for one of Jazz's shows. Yeah. How um how did you find everything in Portugal, mate? The food, etc. Also very good. Did you have the sushi? Um, we did go to the sushi place. Went Ooh. to. Was it the same place that you went to, the Sushi Factory? Or... Oh, I don't know, actually, mate. I don't um, know. Where did you go when you went there with Dean and Lizzo? Uh, Lagos. Okay. Oh, we're in a different place, not it, then? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But apparently yeah. the sushi is, is good in general. Was it... Um, I remember, though, when we went, it was only like 10 euro. Yeah, we paid 17. That's really good, man. That's absolutely mental. Did Jazz go after her show for that? Uh, we went the day after. Perfect, mate. Lovely, lovely. How was um how was the Portugal experience in terms of weather and things like that? The weather was like amazing. It's, oh. a, it's, it's a nice, chilled, relaxed way of life compared to. Oh mate, it's, it's the capital city. It's it's miles above London. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did feel like I was pretty done with it after sort of three, four days. As oh really? Once you we, if you ask uh, any of the guys, we we pretty much explored the whole of the city in one day. Um, right. Good amounts of steps. Right. Um, so I feel like I've I've seen it all now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm what just, is it? Am I right in thinking? I only remember this from when I went. Um, the the Portuguese lifestyle is like wake up at like eleven a.m. and stay up to like three a.m. Seems like it. That's yeah. mad. That's mad. Are you an early riser, bro, or are you like a mid morning riser? Mid morning. Mid morning. What tip? What time will that typically be? Like eight or nine. Yeah, I got up at half seven today, but it didn't feel great. I'm trying to <laughs> routine out at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've just bought one of the the Luma lights and well, a knockoff of one. So I'm just trying. Nice. To do you um do routine? Do you tend to have a lot of late nights editing? No, I always edit like morning, afternoon. I don't. Oh, okay. People in the evening. Yeah, yeah, that's good. What, what what will you typically try and finish the same time for work every day if you can? Oh, no, it varies. Really oh, really? How much I've got done and. Yeah, yeah. With the, with this dieting phase and things like that that you're in now, do you think you're going to try and establish more of a a routine with with things like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Will you will you sleep much per night, or or do you? Does that vary as well? Depends on sim shifts, to be honest. And how right. I get done. So, so like this week, Tuesday night, which is when we meant to do this podcast originally. Um, yeah. Get <laughs> much sleep at all because I spent all day building the wardrobe and then. How did the early shift so I got no sleep <laughs> how did the wardrobe building go bro horrendous <laughs> <laughs> did you get it done yeah I'm gonna have to shout out my dad because I couldn't have done it <laughs> I bought this so, cheap wardrobe off eBay and it's like one millimeter off the top of the ceiling so we couldn't like maneuver it around to build it or anything so it's <laughs> <laughs> so, <a> cheap wardrobe <laughs> you're gonna go Ikea in the future you see, it would have still cost like 1200 quid or something at IKEA. So, oh, really? Yeah, IKEA's getting expensive now. It's not cheap anymore. Bro, 
I, I actually don't know this because all this furniture that you'll see here, but no one else can see, Katie actually bought because it's for her books. And I don't have books. So yeah. um, I don't know how expensive. I just had to build it. So, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Like a base range, but if you want something like more than a basic shelving unit. Yeah. Fucking out, mate. £1,200. That... Mate, I wouldn't pay £1,200 for a fucking... I mean, didn't even pay £1,200 for my holiday. <laughs> um mate to, to to end this to end this episode of of Shrekta, um as, as you're now known um bro your death row meal i like this question a lot it gets asked a lot on, on various podcasts talk me through the the final meal uh that mr jkem would would eat if it was thy death row so i'd probably one of them annoying ones that would have like i'd almost see it as like a tapas opportunity Okay. Like, I'll just have a bit of everything. <laughs> a bit of Indian food, a bit of Chinese food, some some food from probably some Indonesian food, some American burger or something. I'd just have a Bro, tiny bit of everything. You've cheated the system. I don't know, but tapas. Tapas. I mean, it's a tapas. fair answer. All right. Well, to, well, I'll allow cheating. To, 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 to transition from that, what, what would be your ideal takeaway? And you're not allowed to say tapas. <laughs> yeah, for everything. <laughs> um, I usually go to get to like my go to is the Domino's. Oh, okay. What's the go to Domino's order? Um, I do switch it up to the. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not one that just orders the same thing from everywhere every time. Um, the meteor is always good. I usually get half and half, so half meteor, then half. I'll pick something different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh mate, fair enough. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to send the listeners on their merry way. A little bit of sound advice, bro. So um if you were to give some advice to someone who is perhaps in an employment setting and is looking to transition into self-employment, whatever sector of self-employment that may be, what would that one bit of advice be that you'd give them? Um have people there that you can talk through things with. Um, whether that's like a business mentor or someone you trust or your partner can help you with it. Because um, I definitely couldn't have done it alone without talking through things with people. So Yeah, that makes have sense. Have someone that you trust there to help you. Yeah, perfect, mate. Awesome. Physique Collective listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode with the man behind the cam, the dude that gets it done. Um, I will be doing another one of these with someone. I don't know how many I've got left to do, but you will hear them. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so thank you for listening uh, for this episode with Spectre and I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of them to come uh, and as Kirkham would say love you, bye